how you doing this is black shy guy here once again coming at you with another podcast episode and as always hopefully a week has went well and smooth a lot of things are going on a lot of people with their different beliefs when it comes to the war that's going on in gaza obviously and a lot of unusual unusual support for Hamas, despite their actions against innocent civilians, innocent civilians that had nothing to do with the what, with what they are trying to gain, which is freedom. Their actions inexcusable, but for some here in New York City and across the globe, it was justified. And here I am listening to Ben Shapiro right now. As I speak, I'm listening to Ben Shapiro, and I would like you to join me. Let's continue. Before I press the play button, make sure you get your drink. And as always, I thank you for sitting at my table. Whoa, the hue and, the hue and cry by the anchors at Sky News. Where are they? Where are they? They're gone. They don't care. I noticed they only care about one time. One time. There's only one time they care, and that is when Jews defend themselves. When Jews defend themselves, that's that's when they get very uptight. That's when it's like, and it doesn't matter. Ben Shapiro is talking about right here that a lot of people have a problem with what the Jews are doing in Gaza. Yes, civilians are getting killed during the process. But like Ben said, they were warned. They were warned to evacuate the area. Obviously, Hamas is telling them to stay. So if you get killed, we can basically um, use you as a martyr. As to how cruel the the Jews are. Because look, they are killing innocent civilians. Innocent civilians that Hamas told to stay and sacrifice themselves. Yet you got people all around the globe going against what they're doing. Which baffles the shit out of me, honestly. Because obviously we know what their agenda is. We know what their agenda is. Their agenda is to wipe out Hamas, not to hurt civilians, not to hurt the innocents. Yet people are trying to spin the narrative to say that the Jews who are way more better equipped should find a way to seek out Hamas and wipe them out other than bomb the city. They have to bomb the city. They have to make it they have to make the grounds clear so the troops can go in there by foot and slowly but surely smoke every one of Hamas out. For some odd reason, everybody knows the rules of engagement. Everybody's all of a sudden a tactician when it comes to war. Try to analyze the situation before making such an asinine comment. Let's continue with Ben. Matter those Jews are taking more precautions to save civilians in Gaza than the ruling power of Gaza. It doesn't matter. It's the Jews' fault. The Jews have to go back to status quo ante. They have to they have to lick their wounds, absorb their loss, and wait for the next time that Jews get slaughtered in their beds. Because that's the that's what Jews ought to do. That's what Jews ought to do. Now, in order to justify that, you have to come up with um, some sort of of moral self justification. The way a lot of people have done it is by uh, involving themselves in propagandistic efforts to deceive themselves. As I said before, everyone wants to go back to their priors. 
And going back to your priors, the moral equivalence prior that was always stupid, it has been stupid for 40 years. The best way to do that is to just deny that what's happening is actually happening. And the best way to do that is to pretend that you're being lied to. So I want to take a quick example. Yesterday, I tweeted out a photo and I showed it on the show. It was a photo put out by the prime minister of Israel yesterday by the first responders in Kvar Aza. It was a picture of a baby burned to death. It was this was a very horrific picture. Very horrific picture of a baby burned to death. Thank God I'm just doing audio, just doing audio for this podcast as well. So excuse my absence when it comes to video for the last two episodes. But obviously with the situation at hand, with the situation that we're discussing, there's a lot of um, videos and pictures that are being displayed that have um, civilian casualties. And I personally do not wish to um, put that up on the Internet whatsoever. So, um, yeah. Hideous, horrible picture. I didn't want to show it to you, but we have to know the nature of our enemies. In the same way that we made a huge mistake as a country in the United States by not showing on a loop what happened on 9-11. When we barred that from our TVs, we blinded ourselves to what our enemies are. And then we're reminded of it every so often when, you know, they take over a country like Afghanistan and murder tens of thousands of people and blow up a bunch of American soldiers. Then we're reminded of it. But we put ourselves to sleep. So people want to go back to sleep. So what do they do? Yesterday, the community noted my tweet and claimed that the photo was AI-generated. The photo was obviously not AI-generated. It clearly was not AI-generated. It went on community notes anyway. And people who are gullible and who wish to both sides this thing, because that's always the easiest position. In any given conflict, it's very, very easy to say both sides. For you to both side this situation, I'm going to tell you this. For you to both side this situation, because if you haven't been paying attention to the Ben Shapiro show, when he stated earlier, that in the war with Afghanistan, more than 50,000 civilians were killed in that war. Civilians that had nothing to do with the conflict. More than 50,000 civilians. So what are we all going to say when vengeance is exacted upon the United States for those 50,000 deaths? Are we going to say, yes, they have the right to do so? Because... 50,000 civilians were killed in that war. You can't play both sides of the fence when it comes to the Jew and Palestinian conflict and the United States and the Afghanistan, the Afghanistan situation when it came to civilian deaths over, over that war. So what happens when vengeance is exacted upon this land for that? I hope you stick to your point if you know what I mean. I hope you stick to your point, if you know what I mean. Because the situation remains the same. Don't all of a sudden change your mind because your life might be at risk. Because you set a precedence when you, how can I say, play both sides or play the side towards Hamas. Who entered into a popularized village and killed civilians that had nothing to do with the conflict at hand don't try to play both sides when it happens to us it's both sides the problem is that in this particular case it's pretty obvious it ain't both sides but if you want to both sides this thing what you have to say is that the, the atrocities weren't so bad the atrocities don't really matter should we really be concerned about the atrocities and so the community noted and obviously this is why again the propaganda wars 
Hamas is fighting them right now. And there are a lot of gullible dupes out there who want to believe. If you want to believe, I can only attribute your, your desperation to believe in moral equivalence to one of two things. One, lack of understanding, stupidity. Or two, you actually hate Jews and you just want, and, and you're perfectly fine with them being slaughtered. For virtually everyone, I'm going to say one, but there are a lot of twos out there. There are a lot of twos out there, many more than I would have thought. And that's what surprises me as well. That's what surprises me as well. A lot of people have revealed their secret identity when it came to this situation. A lot of people who can be standing right next to you, who can be living right under you, who can be living above you, who are basically your neighbors. People who actually support the death of babies, of fathers, of mothers, of sisters, of brothers. People who actually support the beheading of innocent civilians. People who actually support the gunning down of so-called hippies from the men in hand gliders, the terrorists in hand gliders. These are the people that live among us. Those are the people in those parades and those crowds who are praising Hamas for what they have done. Those same people, even the Americans who are within that mass, praising the death of the Jews that happened in the Hamas attack. They are among us. Now look within, okay? Look within. Think about it. Because... I don't believe Ben Shapiro said this, and I'm going to call it out. The Americans that are standing within that mob of people praising the death of the Jews, think about it. You think they like Americans any more than they like the Jews? They wish the death of Americans as well, yet you stand with them because they're causing the death of another race. So let's say, let's, let's throw a hypothetical. What happens when they finally wipe out the map with all the Jews? With all the Jewish people dead? Who do you think they're going after next? You think, uh, they, you think they love Americans? Do you seriously think they love Americans? Yet you stand with them rejoicing in the death of Jewish people. You should be disgusted with yourself. Do you really think Hamas love Americans? Seriously. For you to be standing and, ch- and, and, and shouting. And being happy. Because what has happened to the Jewish people in that attack. You haven't stepped one foot. In any Palestinian residence. Any Palestinian country. Any state. Whatever. Even in Gaza. For some odd reason though. You want to be included in something. You want to you wanna join something that means something. So you join this. You join in the celebration of death. To the Jewish people. And I hate the fact that some people are going. Well they deserved it because. You know. Some people had even the audacity to say they deserve it because every time I go to a Jewish store, I get kicked out because this and that and a third. So they deserve the death of babe of their babies, of their mothers, of their fathers because they kicked you out of a damn store. 
How stupid are some people? Jewish people always think they're better than some others or whatever the case may be. Nobody deserves what happened during that attack that Hamas has caused. Let's continue. That is for damn sure. Okay, meanwhile, what's going on here with the United States stationing battle carriers in the in the Mediterranean Sea? I've seen a bunch of isolationists who are like, why is the United States even getting involved? Okay, let me explain this once again for those who are slow. What the United States... Yes. <laughs> for those people, and before Ben even says it, do you not understand that the United States is, is, is trying to prevent World War III? Do you not understand that? For you to say why the United States are getting involved in this. They're not involved. They're trying to prevent further action from outside interference. Because if that happens, there can be three others that can join in this war. And that would ignite fires within that region. Understand the political situation that's going on before you utter the, the, stu- the stupid comment and saying why the United States are getting involved. Why are the United States sending two aircraft carriers? It's wishes to prevent is being involved in a war. The way you avoid being involved in a war is by demonstrating that if somebody does get involved in a war, you're going to destroy them. You're going to send them forward in the case of the Iranian mullahs to the, to the Stone Age. That is how you get them to not do the war. You know what invites war in the Middle East? Weakness. You know what prevents war? Knowing that there will be a bomb that descends on your roof in five minutes if you start the thing. So the real risk for Israel in not finishing off Hamas right now is that this is taken as a sign of weakness, as it certainly would be, by Hezbollah. Hezbollah is a far more dangerous terrorist group than Hamas. Hamas is a dangerous terrorist group. They just proved it by killing 1,300 Jews. Hezbollah currently has over 100,000 highly sophisticated rockets aimed directly at the north of Israel. Estimates suggest that were Hezbollah to fire all of those rockets, we wouldn't be talking about 1,300 dead Jews. You'd be talking about somewhere between 20 and 30,000 dead Jews. The extinction, the extinction of that race, basically. Obviously, we have Jews here and uh, um, and spread out among, you know, the world, obviously, but we're talking about the extinction of every Jew in that region if those rockets are launched. Why do people not do their research before they start talking about certain things? At least do your research, even if you don't have knowledge of it. Because there's some people who don't have knowledge of it, but they go, you know what? Let me do my research before I start talking about certain things. Let me do my research. It may take a couple of hours, may may take a day or two, but at least when I come out of it, I know what I'm talking about. Do your research. Day one. If Hezbollah gets in, Israel will have no choice but to unleash the Air Force. If they unleash the Air Force, they're not going to be worried at that point about civilian casualties at all. They're simply going to have to eviscerate the entire south of Lebanon and topple the regime in Lebanon that supports Hezbollah. If that happens, Iran undoubtedly gets in and so does Syria. If that happens and Israel is now faced with a with a full war in the north combined with a war in the south because they will not have defeated Hamas, that's the predicate. If Israel is forced to the wall, the possibility of nuclear exchange is extremely high. That is why it is very important that the United States provide the material aid to Israel and that they also dissuade Hezbollah from getting in. It's why Joe Biden has been warning Hezbollah not to get in. That's what's happening right now. So the United States, again, Joe Biden made a fool. He's a fool for having catered 
to the to the Iranian regime for so long is what led to this in many ways. It turns out that, once again, showing your neck. Because the money that he provided to them, the money that I don't believe he froze yet. May, I couldn't be wrong. I can't be wrong. I think he froze it now. I'd be he'd be stupid if he did it. And knowing Biden, he probably didn't freeze it because he is he, he is um towards the point of no return when it comes to um staying staying sane. But who knows? I can be stand corrected when it comes to that situation because maybe he has frozen. To the Iranians ends with you being dead or your friends. Mostly if you're the United States gets your friends killed. But it certainly got a lot of Americans killed in Iraq when we shut our neck to Iran. In any case, the United States and Qatar, which is a which is an Iranian cutout, have now reached an agreement to prevent Iran from accessing $6 billion recently unfrozen as part of a prisoner swap. Now, the real question here is why the United States is not putting pressure on Qatar to turn over Hamas's leadership to an international court. Why? Why? The United States has that kind of leverage over Qatar. Perhaps they should be, you know, encouraging Hamas to Hamas leadership to be arrested, but they're not they're not doing that. At the very least, that is a tacit admission that what's going on in Qatar. The, again, the entire Hamas leadership, they don't care what happens in the Gaza Strip. They're worth millions of dollars and they're living in Qatar in like posh five star suites, as is very typical of terror groups. The, the great lie of these terror groups is that the leadership deeply cares about the cause. Very often, the leadership doesn't care about the cause. They just like getting rich and living in posh estates. Yasser Arafat, by the time he was done, was worth hundreds of millions of dollars that he had stolen from his own people. Mahmoud Abbas is a very rich man. The heads of Hamas, again, living it up, posh style, in Qatar, far away from the human privation that they have caused in the Gaza Strip. But the bottom line here is that the interest the United States has, no one wants a war. This straw man that, that everyone is itching for a war with Iran, like, name, name the person. Like, name the people. I know Lindsey Graham says dumb words sometimes, but like aside from Lindsey Graham, can you name people who are like, yeah, let's go to war. Israel doesn't want a war with Iran. No one. This this bizarre isolationist notion, this straw man. And a war with Iran. Listen, a, a war with Iran is the last thing we want. Especially when it comes to the oil business. You do not want a war with Iran. You do not. At this point in time, want a war with Iran. You just don't. <laughs> I mean, it'll be the wrong move. It's funny how some Republicans also stated that we should go after Iran, which is utter stupidity. I understand the anger. I understand the emotions that are running high, but you can't wish a war on Iran. Not at this point in time. No, it's the wrong move. The United States is not even ready for a war. They're not. Do we have military power? Yes, we do, but we're not ready for a war. Not with what's going on here. Absolutely not. That it's you versus all the warmongers? No, it really, really is not. It really is not. What it really is, is people understanding the Middle East and understanding that if you do not throw people off the ball right now, it's going to get way worse really quickly. Because again, Iran, if Iran gets involved, Iran has sponsorship from both China and Russia. And things get really ugly really quickly. Well, this week has been just devastating. Absolutely devastating on every level. It's been devastating for Westerners generally, or should be, if they had a, a shred of, of class or an ounce of dignity. Uh, there are many 
millions of people who do. I'm, I'm not discounting any of those people, obviously. The, the outpouring of support from Americans for Israelis and for Jews generally has been amazing to watch. I've gotten calls from tons of, of Christian friends, uh, calls from, from tons of people who are a-religious, just people who are seeking to help. And God bless every one of you. Seriously, God bless you. And, and God bless people who are, who are willing to stand up for the lives of Jews. It is rarer than you would think. It's been obviously an unbelievably difficult time. I don't know a single person in my, in my you know, inner circle, Jew or not Jew, who hasn't been devastated by this. Obviously, in the Jewish community, it's... it's if you want to watch the rest of this, um, make sure you tune in to Ben Shapiro's... Um YouTube channel, I will have it linked in this podcast subscription, so make sure you tune into his um, channel. He also goes into why this conflict started. Obviously, that video is very old. You may have to look for it, but he did say he may link it into his subscription so you can witness the video as he tells all. So this way you can have a better understanding of this holy war. So let's move into the next topic, which is Jada Pickett. All right. And I'm going to keep this short because she discusses me. I wish I wish not to give her any type more publicity, even though I'm a small channel. I do. I do got some heads. All right. Two people. People do listen. But I do not wish to discuss Jada Pickett for more than five minutes because she's only worth five minutes. Because the damage she is doing to that man named Will Smith is unbelievable and unbearable, but avoidable by Will Smith if he chooses just to start the divorce. But he has not chosen to do that yet, which is very, very unusual for a man to endure that much embarrassment from a woman who's causing it all. Why does not why does Will Smith not wish to end this atrocity? Why does he wish to continue to be embarrassed by this woman? This woman who has declared her love for a man who has already been deceased. A man who no longer is around. Yet she continues to post videos of her and that man who's deceased continuously. Despite her having a husband. Oh, but no, it's not her husband because they haven't been together for the last six to seven years. So everything they have been doing have been a show, a show, a lie. But, oh, Will Smith slapped a close friend in defense of a woman he is no longer with, which also brings up another scenario as to why. Doesn't matter if she's the mother of your children. Doesn't matter because the joke that was told about her was insignificant. Very inconsequential. Didn't mean anything for you to get that upset and to basically cause the end of your career or the start of the end of your career. Because no one takes you serious. Because now you're the laughing stock. Because of a woman who desperately wants to be significant in the public eye that she's willing to use you to be significant. And by doing that, it's causing you such an embarrassment in front of everyone that now you look at as a clown. Will Smith gotta wake the fuck up and divorce that woman and be away from her and stay away from her. Keep her as far as possible. Communication only and communication only when it 
talks about anything going on with the kids. Other than that, keep her out of your life. And you need to do that immediately because I believe his career will skyrocket at least halfway back if he gets away from that witch. I do not understand why she plays such a strong role in his life because you do not need her. Your kids are basically all grown. You don't need to be in that woman's life anymore. Your kids are basically all grown. They can basically fly, fly to you themselves. Why do you wish to keep this woman around when she continuously embarrasses you? Just because she wants to be in the public eye. That's all Jada Pickett wants is to still be relevant. She knows she has no relevancy with anyone. So she knows by sparking up this situation to sell her book, she knows people is going to start talking about her again. And what people do, they grant her her wish. So they start putting her up on YouTube videos. They start putting her up on the news. Now she's being talked about again and she loves it. Why? Because now it may sell a few books. May not sell a lot because people find her to be a joke and she's very much disliked in Hollywood. So she's disliked everywhere, honestly. But the fact that people are talking about her makes her happy because, listen, if you're talked about, at least that's better than being not talked about. But the one who's suffering through this whole situation is a man named Will Smith. Will Smith, a man that needs to wake the fuck up and realize that this woman does not care for you whatsoever does she care a little bit i don't know maybe who am i i'm outside looking in you probably know something even more the fact that you're in but the actions she's displaying shows that she doesn't give two shits about you but he wishes to stay so will smith if you wish to continue further in embarrassing yourself then say less Continue because your career follows directly behind you and going in the gutter for a woman who wishes nothing but the worst for you. This is Black Shot Guy, and as always, I thank you for sitting at my table. I'm out of here. Peace! A large criminal who must be put away. Another innocent victim. I don't know. I don't mean